Today is July the 29th. Tradition or new things? How did the early church face new ideas? Let's find out together as we read Acts chapter 10. In Acts chapter 10, we're introduced in the first verse to a Roman army officer named Cornelius. He lived in Caesarea. Now, Caesarea was a city that had just been built by Herod uh, for uh, the Roman occupation forces. It was primarily a Roman city. That's why it gets the name Caesarea. Uh, It was a large city. Archaeology tells us that uh, there was a major harbor there that facilitated the influx of the Roman army. There was a man in Caesarea. He was a centurion, the head of a legion. He was named Cornelius. He is described in verse 2 as a devout man. So his piety in following God is noteworthy. He is a God-fearing man. Now, that's good. That sounds good. But this is actually a technical term. This term refers to a Gentile who attends synagogue, sitting in the court of women, waiting for the day that he becomes a Jew. He would become a Jew by being circumcised, by being baptized, and then by making his first sacrifice in the temple in Jerusalem. Well, Cornelius was en route to becoming a Jew. He gave generously to the poor, and he prayed regularly to God. Story is told that around three o'clock in the afternoon, he was accustomed to praying. Three o'clock was the time that prayers were held in the temple. So all throughout uh, the kingdom, God's followers apparently would pray at three o'clock in the afternoon. As Cornelius is praying, God reveals himself to him. He says, I've taken note of what you've done, Cornelius. Send men to Joppa. Joppa is about 30 miles to the south. Send men to Joppa and look for Simon Peter, who's staying in the house of Simon the Tanner, who lives near the beach. (laughs) Those are some pretty uh, detailed instructions from the Lord. Cornelius sends the man. It's about a day there, apparently a day to get ready, a day to go. They found Peter. They brought Peter back. Four days later, Peter is standing in front of Cornelius. But why did Peter go with these men? All of chapter 10 tells us the story of how Peter was in Simon the Tanner's house He was uh, on the second story, which is where you would go to receive the breeze that would come in from, uh, from the sea. So Simon is resting. He's hungry. He has a vision. 
a sheet is lowered from heaven. He looks in the sheet and he sees a combination of animals, reptiles, and birds. Apparently, it's a mix of clean and unclean animals. The Lord says, Peter, you're hungry. Take, kill, and eat. Peter says, no, there are unclean animals in here. Um, I can't kill them. That would leave the blood in. We need a good kosher butcher who would kill them, drain the animal of blood, and then I could prepare it to eat. But this animal is unclean. The Lord responded, If I've told you it's clean, don't question me. The sheet goes back up to heaven. It comes down again. Same thing happens. It comes down a third time. Three times Peter has this same vision. Three times Peter says, I can't eat an unclean animal. Then the men from Caesarea arrive and say, come and speak to our master, a Roman centurion. And Peter says, that's what this vision was about. He gets to Caesarea. He speaks to Cornelius. He gives a very uh, succinct, but in a way detailed presentation of the gospel. It's a good pattern for the gospel for us today. Cornelius accepts the Lord without becoming a Jew. And in verse 44, even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who were listening to the message. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too, for they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. The Gentiles spoke in tongues just like the Jews did in Acts chapter 2. This is not an indication that every time someone is converted, they need to speak in tongues. Rather, it's an indication to this crowd who would have said, Cornelius, become a Jew so you can be a follower of Jesus. This was God's indi indication that, oh no, I died for Jew and I died for Gentile too. He can follow me without becoming a Jew. How did the early church face new ideas? You know, God had to help him. God sent Peter a vision, a very strange vision. But through that vision, the Lord told Peter, this is new, this is different, but this is from me. What do we do today? If we know that this is from God, tradition doesn't matter. We can do new things. God expects us to do new things because the world is constantly changing. We need to find some way to help spread the gospel, even when it means doing things 
that are totally new. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this Sunday in the church of your choice.